Hello and hey there. Welcome to Top 5 Podcast, a show where we rank and discuss any list you can imagine. Best ice cream, top gaming console, best blenders, nothing is off limits. Everyone is wrong even when they think they are right. I'm your host, Tom Lockhart, and with me as always is... Eric Shane. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going? Oh, you know it is going just fantastic. How about you, bud? I'm doing great. Uh, Yeah, I just saw you a couple days ago. It's true. We did. That was and, a rough uh, night, buddy. Oh, that's why I, like an old man, left at 9 o'clock and was in yeah. bed by 10. <laughs> yeah, I got rougher after you left. Oh, mm. man, this is the first time we've had an episode since the heat wave, huh? Yeah, pretty much. We should uh, we should talk about that in a minute. Well, we will, right after I introduce uh, another person. Da, 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 da. Zach Rancourt is here. That's right. Have no fear. Put away your beer. I'm really good at rhyming. So that's yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, how are you up? <laughs> how, what are you up to, Zach? I'm good. Uh, yeah, the heat wave was insane, and I'm I'm glad we didn't record because it would have sucked to have to sit in a room with no fan just for yeah. the uh, the noise. But yeah, that was uh, pretty crazy stuff. I was out on my paddleboard almost every day, just trying to stay cool. Um, I have not seen you guys in person in quite some time, so so I'm not as cool as you with your whole little two day window. But uh, I was there in spirit. Just keep that in mind. You're always there in spirit. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely uh, it was definitely warmer than it's been ever up here. <laughs> uh, personally, I'm all you know, I'm, I was fine with it because I'm just so it really annoys me. You know, when people bitch about the weather, it's one of one of my all time pet peeves. It just Ooh. it just really <laughs> grinds my gears when people bitch about something like that because they can't control it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Wait till you taste some real heat. All right. I spent a summer in Kentucky, a summer in Iraq, and then two summers in Texas. I come back up here in Washington State. It gets slightly above room temperature. I'm like, eh, it's so hot. Oh, shut up. So, well, that, would you would that, you dare would you dare say the heat is on, Eric? It's on the streets. I the heat's going to be on in this episode. It, this is not going to be a comfortable conversation. But I will say before we get started, I did try your jalapenos on pizza. Ooh, what'd you think? I'm on board. I'm a hundred percent on board. It's so good. Right? It's incredible. I'm glad it, you did it. Yeah. It's yeah, really it, good. It brings a lot to the table. And I, I did get a chance to try Tom's deep dish. That's right. <laughs> I crushed did, that deep dish for 4th of July. Did you do it for Gordy? Did you guys do it at Gordy's house? Uh no, our friend uh Colton. We went yeah, to the Col- Colton and Jess, yeah. What was your topping on the deep dish? Uh, the deep dish, so the way the deep dish works is bottom layer is uh, provolone cheese, and then there's two types of sausage. There's a spicy sausage and then a sweet sausage, and then there's mozzarella on top of that, and then you bake it, and then you take it out and you put shredded mozzarella on top of the uh, slices of mozzarella that were already on there. Cook it for a little bit longer. You put some a marinara on top of that once you take it out and put some Parmesan. Shred that and there you go. Wow. Mm, so good. This is very tasty. Uh, the, fir- <laughs> the first one we put in the oven, actually, uh, Colton had started the oven for me. So I threw it in there. And after about 10 minutes, I went to check and the top had been burnt. <laughs> Because he turned on the broiler to 500, not the oven to 500. And I was like, okay, no big deal. We got two of these, so I can can throw the other one in afterwards. It turns out that first pizza was really good. (laughs) And I don't want to tell him that because it was super tasty. Hmm. Maybe you invented something new, Tom. 
Yeah. Burnt just, pizza is not new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't burn anything, Eric. I don't burn anything. Really? I burn everything. <laughs> everything you touch. You're like Usher. Let it burn, yeah. baby. I am Good heat miser. Lord. We've already made, had this conversation. Oh, there you go. I'm basically the heat miser. Yeah, you are, you sexy guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, Tom, why don't, we, why, don't, why don't we get on with the uh, show? Well, guys, did either of you leave the milk out? I hate when people leave out the milk. It's the worst. It's You could say it's one of my pet peeves. <laughs> now, a, a pet peeve is defined as something that a particular person finds especially annoying. Like interrupting you? Few. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, actually, uh, correcting people is pretty annoying. So, <laughs> Now, I can confidently say that we have tons of them, as you guys just pointed out. You're the worst. Uh, but what's most annoying thing to each of us? <laughs> Today, we are going to discuss our top five pet peeves to enhance discussion. We didn't share our list with each other, and by no means are we experts or historians in this annoying category. We are just a few dudes who like to talk about nonsense. And I am going to start this thing off with bad handshakes. Mm. I hate people who don't know how to give a handshake it's supposed to be nice you're gonna you get into the crook of the thumbs and you just grab and you shake what is hard about that now in the in the covid world haven't had to deal with this at all no one's shaking hands but back in the long away days where i saw this the most was playing magic the gathering at dylan's shop and those kids don't know how to shake a hand they do this thing where they grab like your fingers only and make it so that you look like you're the weak person <laughs> in this yeah. situation. And it is the most infuriating thing someone can do. Gross. <laughs> it, it just, I hate it. it. It's probably one of the main reasons I don't play magic gathering anymore. Wow. <laughs> Jesus, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Cause those handshakes are just like, ugh. win or lose. You're just like, you felt like you lost. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Yeah. Did you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Eric. I mean, I don't know where to start. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I feel the same way. I just don't feel as strongly as he does. Oh. What about you, Zach? Yeah, you know, I have. I mean, I don't have big hands, but I have a pretty good grip, um, and so I do give a decent handshake. But there are most of the times when people just have bigger hands than me, and so I'll go and I'll shake their hand, and they just kind of dominate your your hand and i'm like what the hell just happened so <laughs> yeah. i think that's something that uh, occurs to me often and i feel like sometimes i give a, a weird handshake but it's not weak it's just I, i'm grabbing fingers weird or vice versa you know but sometimes the the, the timing doesn't work out and you just exactly yeah yeah but but i'm i'm a handshaker i always shake people's hands um, I hug. I go for that default too, but mm -hmm. um, that always reminds me of the King of the Hill episode yes. when Hank met George Bush, <laughs> yep. and he had a weak handshake. And he he oh! lost. Yeah, he lost all uh, all respect for him, and that was not uh, my president. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. That was uh, well, Trump in his little baby hands. I'm sure he has a shitty handshake too. But Ugh. yeah, that's uh, that's that's very interesting, Tom. But that's weird that that's the reason you stopped playing Magic was because of those 
those kind of uh, those easy limp, handshakes. Limp, limp hand oh, yeah. teenagers. It's, it's also super expensive. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that too. So yeah. it's it's easy to quit over a handshake when you're like, oh, I don't have to spend like thousands of dollars? Cool. <laughs> I will use this as an excuse. Grr, I'm so angered by your handshake. I refuse to spend thousands of dollars every well, three Eric, months. <laughs> use that anger. And how about you tell us your first one? Sure. I'm going to start right up top being late. I hate being late. It drives me insane. If I'm going to be like late for work, I'd sooner call in sick. I do not like being late. I don't like other people being late. I hate it. I don't know where. I... It's not even like military. This is like from when I was a kid. I just, I hate being late. It's like, it's life is just a collection of years and seasons and months and days and weeks and hours and minutes and seconds. And when you waste my time or if you waste somebody else's time, you're like disrespect. You're saying, fuck you. You're disrespecting their time. You're disrespecting them. You know, when you, your lateness is disrespectful. And to quote the great Walter Subcheck, life does not stop and start at your convenience, you miserable piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm finishing my coffee. (laughs) I'm I'm finishing my coffee. Uh, And it's just, it's interesting how opposites attract because I, I would never say anything unkind about my darling bride, but. And I love the woman, and she listens to these, and she knows what I'm going to say. She knew it before. What, as soon as I mentioned what we were going to talk about, Uh-oh. she rolled her eyes and said, oh, God. Yeah. I, she is a brilliant and caring and charismatic and wonderful woman. How the hell she cannot tell time is beyond me. What it is that happens in her brain, behind her eyes, when she looks at a clock, I do not know. I can never understand, but there are a lot of people like that. I don't know what it is, but for me, dial it up to 11. I just, that's just my pet peeve. I, I can't, I, it, it drives me batty. We want to go somewhere. I'm like, okay, we got to be there at, let's say 515. So it means we got to leave here at 445. Okay. All right. Gets to 430. Okay. We got to be going here in about 15 minutes. Okay. Five minutes goes by. Okay. Getting, getting stuff. Okay. Grab the wall. 10 minutes. We'll be out the door. Okay. Still sitting on the couch. Five minutes goes by. Okay, grabbing the keys, getting the shoes on. Okay, let's get out the door. All right. Quarter till. Okay, we got to hit the door. She starts loading the dishwasher. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> we got to go. Oh, one day I had to get this done first. Your time to do that was half an hour ago when I worked for the first time. So. Oh, man. <sighs> um, okay. I'm going to jump in and piggyback off of this because mine is... Oh yeah, kind let's of, tie out this all together. My, mine is kind of the same, but more specific. I actually I wrote mine down as uh, disrupting my sacred timeline because <laughs> because oh, wow. all right, here's Morty. the thing. <laughs> I'm actually fine if like if you guys wanted to go out and get drinks and you said hey let's meet up at six and I got there at six and then you guys didn't get there till like six thirty or six forty five. I actually wouldn't care. Wow. I was going to be there drinking drinks anyway. Uh-huh. I care about people stopping me from being somewhere on time. Yes. Okay. Because I'm real weird. If you tell me a party's at five o'clock, <laughs> I'm going to probably be there at about 445 and I'll sit in my car <laughs> and play games on my phone. It's I true. like being places early. Mm-hmm. Early is better than on time. It just I is. agree. I, and I, you, you and I agree on this because we've both done it. <laughs> we've yes. sat there, but like, oh, hey, we're on time as we walk up five <laughs> minutes early. Like, hmm, should we knock yet? Like, um, yeah, we're there. 
I don't, I don't know people who show up like an hour late. So my, my story about this is so back when, um, the first new star Wars came out, what was it called? Force Awakens. Mm. That came out. We were going to go see it with everyone. We actually had assigned seats, so we didn't have to worry about finding seats. And I wanted to leave at a certain time. And that time kept getting pushed by my beautiful significant other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we got to the theater, and there was like a traffic jam in the parking lot. And I was stressing out. And she could tell I was stressing out. And it took us 15 minutes to get through the parking lot and park. And we got into the theater and I had missed a trailer. Okay. See, <laughs> see that right there. <laughs> and I was in, I was just like, Oh my God, this is the end of the world. Yep. I'm, ne- I'm now going to be late to everything. 100%. The world's going to implode. That's correct. I'm going to, I'm going to be, you know, smoking crack. And yep. that's what my brain does. If I'm not on my timeline, <laughs> really good for weight loss. oh it's not working (sighs) no no we uh shouldn't stress about this but yeah it's one of those it it, no i know exactly that exact situation i've lived it i I don't know what it is but it we're the crazy ones though right i mean we (laughs) have to acknowledge okay let's acknowledge right up front we're we're the crazy people it's not them it's us we're the crazy (laughs) yeah and since i've been in a relationship now for a long time i get kind of anxious when she has to go somewhere mm, and i yeah. know the times that she has to be there i, I know do that how long too. it takes her yeah and it's like it's not my problem but it is my problem in my brain i do i'm like how have you i'm like honey how have you not been fired yet like you gotta be there at a certain time i don't know she doesn't worry about it. i guess it's it's taken a lot to learn to not worry about it and like she's got she got it under control just shut up wonder her thing be supportive. I say yeah. through gritted teeth. There's a couple of things with that. So for me, it's it's interesting, Tom, that you don't get um, offended or you're not upset if somebody is 30 minutes late, 45 minutes late, shit, even 15 minutes late. So the, here's the way I look at it. And maybe this is pessimistic, but this is just how I look at it. Uh, various dates I've been on, uh, friend meetups, anything like that. If I'm like, hey, let's meet at six. There is there is some wiggle room and I totally understand. And especially if it's a friend and we're just grabbing beers, 15 minutes is not a big deal. 30 minutes is is it's different. Um, If there is not a a viable. I'm sorry, if there's not a valid excuse for why they are late, uh, you know, traffic, something, something. If it's if it's understandable and excusable, then then I, I totally will excuse it. But it, if it is inexcusable, if it is something that, oh, I'm, you know, habitually late, I, I, I always uh, am, am 20 minutes late wherever I go. I, I've gone on or I've met some girls who are like that who say, oh, I'm always late wherever I go. And I just said, that is a really ugly quality to have. Yeah. Because yeah, that, well, I that just, just accept means, that. <laughs> yeah. That just means that you don't value my time, nor do you value commitment. And, and just like you, Tom, I have a sacred timeline also. Um, it seems like I have a lot of time, but there are moments when I'm like, it is very precious to me to have my mm-hmm. time. And and if you can't make the sacrifice to show up 15 minutes early, um, knowing that you are always 30 minutes late everywhere, like <laughs> you yeah. should probably figure <laughs> something out. And so that's always a no for me. Um, I, ha- I have had some dates where uh, one girl was 30 minutes late and um, she only allotted me an hour of time. Um, 
she kind of kept checking her watch. I was like, do you need to be somewhere? And she said, oh, I'm meeting friends for dinner soon. And I go, so you gave me an hour to, to meet up. What if it was going, the date was going well. And, and she said something, I was like, but let me assure you, it's not going well. So, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. See, I, I appreciate that confidence that, you know, Hey, you're being honest, you have a standard and, um, uh, they, they didn't meet it. Yeah. But I mean, if, 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 if all three of us went to go get beers, it would be something like if Eric was running late, if you just shot us a text and said, Hey guys, stuck in traffic or on my way, got pulled yeah. over, had to poop or something like that, or had to eat some snacks. Um, that would be something that's a little, it's, it's more understandable. And, and we would, we would be like, Oh, it's just Eric. He's just burgling snacks. So right. yeah. he's always stopping at gas stations for like, you know, hot dogs and stuff. Yeah, of course. Exactly. 100%. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, um, I value my time just like you value your sacred timeline because I'm kind of the same way that I go to, I go pretty much everywhere early and I apologize profusely if I'm, if I'm late or if something runs over, like I went on a, a coffee date the other day and I had a work meeting and it was running way longer than needed. And I felt so bad. I was like, I'm so sorry, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. but, uh, and that's the thing. Like I, yeah. I get, I get where they're, maybe they were a little chill about it, more chill than, uh, you know, we're crazy. We're crazy. We just yeah. acknowledge that up front. We're the crazy <laughs> ones. Okay. We're insane. But how does it not at least bother you a little bit to be like habitually late? You got clocks yeah. set up to all kinds of different times to lie to yourself. Like, come on, you know, you're lying to yourself. I don't know. Yeah. It's, um, <sighs> you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big issue for me. And I, I usually don't give people second chances if they're um, extremely late like that. So I do, um, I do. Cause I know I'm a crazy person too. So, yeah, but I mean, you know, I, I totally get it. Traffic or if you're running an errand before and it's, it's going, it's, if things are out of your control, then that is completely excusable. Right. And I am like, I, I totally understand. But if it's, if it's a, Oh, I was playing video games or, Oh, I lost track of time. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, good thing. This is a first date and probably a last date. So, well, being late, that that's a pretty good, uh, that's a solid pet peeve. I think a lot of people feel that way, but what about you, Zach? What's your, uh, what's well, your top one let's, uh, let's even this out real quick, Eric, uh, since Tom has two, why don't you do your second one and then I'll do two. Oh, okay. Uh, then I'm going to actually go to micromanagement. like at work, Ooh. like work, um, especially, uh, micromanagement is, I mean, you either trust me to do the job or you don't, you know? Um, I, I understand some jobs. I've worked a variety of different jobs, as I know you guys have as well, because we used to work the same job, <laughs> you know, and yeah. we've kept in touch for 15 years. Um, depending on what you're doing, depending on the industry, depending on the company, I mean, these are going to mean different things, but there's a difference between management and micromanagement. There's a difference between setting a standard and standing over somebody. Like, especially in where I work now, it's especially onerous when I know for a fact my boss has no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> no idea how to do my job. Couldn't possibly inform me one way or the other, how to do it or do it better. Like I've learned it from other sources. I did not learn it from them again, different, different thing, different, you know, industries and all that. But I, with microman, I feel like if you don't trust me to do the job, why the hell am I here? You got to let me do the job. Micromanagement just it, it really grinds my gears, grinds the <laughs> hell right out of my gears. F off, let me do my job, or you do it. I agree, man. My uh, I've had quite a few micromanagers in my past, and it is a it is a big issue for me. But um, my boss now is awesome. He does not do that. Uh, very helpful, 
uh, you know, corrects us and stuff when, when needed to be, but, um, pretty much gives us the autonomy to, to get our work done. And that's how any, that's how any successful leader should be is, is give the people the tools and, um, you know, give them the confidence to complete their tasks on time. And, and that's called being an adult, being a responsible adult. So it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's definitely not micromanagement and, and I am in a, in a good place with it. But yeah, like at, at the casino, when we were working there yeah. at, tar at target, various retailers and stuff, um, I did have a lot of micromanagement and it was just, it was yeah. at a point where people would be trying, trying to find issues where it's like I did A, B and C and now you're trying to ask for X, Y and Z when you didn't prepare me for that or, or you didn't tell me to get that ready, you know, right. so it's uh, it, it is very frustrating. I agree yeah. with you. When I was at Comcast, when I was doing like tech support and had to do other various customer service and had to do some sales and things like that. Our managers are people who came from the floor who had done that job and got into management. So they had sort of a coaching uh, responsibility as part of their job. So that kind of makes sense. Like they would record the calls and occasionally you'd go over calls together, but that's part of regular coaching stuff. You know what I mean? But where I do now, you know, <clears throat> no, my, my boss cannot tell me. Now, I personally currently have a really good boss who knows he couldn't possibly tell me how to do my job. But I've had people at this company who have been very, very micromanaging and I'm like, Go feed yourself to the coyotes right now. Get naked, go off into the woods and feed yourself to the coyotes. <laughs> I have said that. I didn't get fired, but I have said that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've really ever had to deal with micromanaging because I just put my head down and do my job. And oh, look at the good really, employee like, over here. I'm not, I wouldn't even say I am just an average employee. Yes, you I'd are. just just enough and I don't talk to anyone and I just do my job and I go home. Uh, people like would complain about jobs and it'd be like, why, why aren't you ever like frustrated with jobs? Like, cause when I leave here, I don't think about this place at all. I don't think about work outside of work. That's stupid. <laughs> like uh, why okay, would anyone yeah. do that? <laughs> yeah, no, I've had to learn to do that. Um, it took me a long, a long time to get to that point where I'm like, I gotta be like Tom. I gotta just, relax i gotta be yeah. more dude i've gotta just, yeah, just not yeah. care once i clock one of the things i've learned where i where i'm at is that the secret to a long career there is don't stress out about things you're not getting paid to stress out about mm -hmm. you know yeah but it's still with it's the micromanagement that's still that's a daily kind of annoyance if you have the wrong sort of manager that you right. answer to that it's very frustrating it's very frustrating so. I agree. That's Very well said. Very Thank well you. said, Eric. Well, I'm going to jump into my first one. So you guys live in houses, right? Or apartments. Yes. One of them, right? <laughs> yeah, I own a house. Yeah. There you go. And uh, you guys have lights in your house, correct? I have uh, more than two. Ooh, yeah, nice. a couple. Very nice. So one of my biggest pet peeves uh, is when someone comes into your house, a friend, a roommate, a lover, someone like that, and they flip on every goddamn light in the house and then they <laughs> walk away and they go to their bedroom. Uh, it is a big annoyance to me. I have had roommates who will go from their room to the hallway, flip that light on. They will go to the kitchen, flip that light on. They will go to the fridge and the fridge has a light, but <laughs> they will turn <laughs> turn a different random light that I didn't even know I had on. And then they will go to the bathroom, turn that light on, and then go straight to their bedroom. 
Meanwhile, all these lights are just left on. And for me, I am just so peeved by that because it is something that, yeah, it's not wasting a ton of energy, but it's kind of just like, why? Like, why does this need to be on? Why do these need to be on at all times? Um, And I'll preface my entire list by saying some people are the way they are because of a backstory, because of a reason, and that's totally understandable. But for me, yeah, I can't I I can't do it. I I flip off every light. Um, If I go into the kitchen, I turn it on. As soon as I'm done, I turn it off. And it is a, uh, a very, very easy thing to do. So turning on or turning on all the lights in the house is a big pet peeve of mine. Uh, yeah, I'm slightly that type of person. God the, damn it, Tom. <laughs> the, leaving the lights on, but it's only with my bathroom light. For some reason, if I go in the bathroom to get like a Q-tip, for some reason, I don't turn off the light and it's only bathroom and I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah. See, and I don't, I don't even think about it. I like come back over to my desk and then, uh, yeah. And then someone will just say from the side, like, why, why is the bathroom light on? And it's just like, Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> so since I put Mandy on blast at the start, I'm going to go ahead and say, this is what are her pet peeves. And I'm guilty of this all the time. <laughs> I'm a huge piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> I feel like I've gotten better at it over the years. It's just, yeah, no, if you're not in the room, turn it off, you know, but I, you know, I, I forget you ever forget happened to me. Um, boy. Yeah. It drives her up the wall too. You're, you're, you're not crazy though. I mean, there's, there's real concern there. Um, energy wasted uh, costs. It sucks. It's not good. It's definitely a, a habit that needs to be a bad habit that needs to be broken, man. Yeah. I think it's just, I don't know. I mean, and maybe I'm being a little too harsh, but maybe it's just a sign of laziness because uh, I can be pretty lethargic at times and I'm like, eh. but it, it, it takes two seconds. It's like the same people yeah. that, and this is a different pet peeve, but I won't go into this one, but it's like the people who don't use their blinker when they're turning. Yeah, um, it is. It's, it's right by your hand. All you gotta do is flick it. I and, don't know. Is so, it, yeah. is it really laziness or are they just, they're not thinking of their minds on something else. They're just thinking of something mm-hmm. else. They're onto the next thing. So they forget to finish the thing they were doing. Yeah. I'm going to say it's more, it's more of a laziness aspect. And and again, I'm generalizing. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's not my favorite thing. I'll just admit, but on, but in terms of the blinker thing, I will go into my second one. So actually my, uh, and I had to narrow this down because uh, I used to drive a lot for various jobs that I had doing loss prevention. So I drove around pretty much all over Washington and I, I know my way around. I've lived in Seattle for 10 years. I am what you would call an aggressive driver, but safe. I've never been in an accident, knock on wood. And I I get to where I'm going in the shortest amount of time possible without being dangerous. I'll just put it that way. But when I am going in the, uh, when I'm driving on the freeway, there's a law that many people apparently do not know. And specifically when I'm driving and you're trying to pass someone who's going 60 miles per hour, 55 miles per hour, even in the left lane, and they're just sitting there and not moving and people are tailing them, they are causing traffic. (laughs) Um, Left lane campers. So fun fact, it is actually illegal in Washington state to stay in the left lane unless you are passing. You have to be actively passing, and and, uh, Washington State Patrol was trying to crack down on it, which I applaud them because it does cause traffic uh, when you look at the scheme of it because people need to pass and you need to have that lane open so they can get immediately back over into the center lane or the far right lane. So 
that is something that I cannot stand, especially if I'm trying to get somewhere and I usually go five to 10 over nothing crazy. But when you have someone that's going 60 miles per hour and everyone's blazing by them, that's when it can get really dangerous because you have to pass them and you're you know, not cutting people off, but they are in that lane that's designed for it. And my buddy Justin says it best. He's like, Washington drivers are just like the worst. Everyone's on fucking island time. And I completely agree, man. Washington drivers, I've lived here my whole life, are so goddamn awful. They are so passive aggressive. And it's just, I don't know what it is. And I'm I'm, I'm just speaking for the majority. I'm not speaking for everybody. But uh, yeah, I don't know about you guys, what you think. Well, this was definitely going to be in like an honorable mention. It was like, <clears throat> not really slow. I thought about campers, but... Really, for me, it's either fast drivers or slow drivers. Um, just find the speed limit. Stay within a few degrees of that. Like, how hard is that? Like, I, you're the you're both fast drivers and slow drivers, both of you. You're the reason we can't have nice things. <laughs> it's your fault. You're the reason we can't have nice things. Just find the speed limit. Stay within a few degrees of that and just do that. But, yeah, no, you're right. I understand the law is, you know, stay to the right. You know, only go to the left to pass. You're right. So people who camp out, they cause more problems than they're assholes. Yeah, it's just a, ob- oblivious, oblivious drivers. Yeah, and I, I, I would say obliv- oblivious is, is the proper term. There is a sense of entitlement, too, I think, by some people who just uh, same thing with like the carpooling. They're like, well, I have people so I can sit here. And it's like, nope, that's, you know, definitely so you can you can get to where you're going a little bit quicker. That's the idea behind it. So it's uh, it's not your place to just sit there, basically. Yeah, I'm happy to say as an on-time person that I am, I just sit in the middle lane because I know I'm getting to my thing 15 minutes early and I go the speed limit in the middle lane. I don't need any of the other lanes. Why don't I just stay in this one, go turn on my cruise control and just go. <laughs> there you go. Too fast, too furious there, Tom. You're like That's Vin, right. Vin oh. Diesel. So. Oh, no, 61. That's too fast. <laughs> oh. We got to pull a bank heist now. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay dom settle down i'm yeah. settling down i'm so all right I'm tom Jason. tom toretto what is your uh third oh, one god you like well it? i'm gonna i'm gonna stay <laughs> out on the road secretly um and you actually brought it up but it's a very specific so people don't use their blinkers but what what really gets me irritated is people who don't use their blinkers until they finally do you see them go lane to lane with no blinker and then they take an exit and they turn on their blinker. It, it is infuriating because at least somebody who doesn't use it at all, at least you just can assume they're just a jackass <laughs> and they just never learned how to use their blinker. But this mm. person who uses their blinker only sometimes knows it's there, but doesn't use it. And that is infuriating me. Oh, I'm yeah. getting so angry right now. That- oh, that that's an oblivious driver because it's like you don't even know what the turn signal is really really for you're like technically following the law kind of but no you're not and you've missed the point it's not about you avoiding a ticket it's about letting the people behind you and you know around you know hey i'm gonna move my car over here now that's why it's there they use it in the one way that is not really a big deal, like when they're taking an exit, but changing lanes, they don't use it when they really should be telling people they're moving around. This is none of your business where I'm going. I just want to follow you. 
Here's a fun fact. Did you know that if you are in a turn lane, uh, it is a you know left turn only or well, yeah, left turn only intersection, you are supposed to have your blinker on. Did you know that? I assumed so. I yeah, yeah I didn't. I didn't know it, but I do it. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are legally supposed to have your blinker on. Hmm. Yeah, you can get a ticket for that. No cop's going to really give you a ticket, but they might pull you over for DUI to try to investigate it because of that. But yeah, I, I agree, Tom. There, it, it, It's weird. I, I, I don't understand when people don't use the blinkers and then you're like, wait, you just went, you know, seven turns without it. And now you use it when you take the off ramp. I, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Who versus on this one? Uh, but uh, that's oddly specific. I like I'm it. very specific when it comes to my things. I know, like <laughs> the, the the barbecue sauce on thin crust from Papa John's. That's right. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what's your third? Well, I'm going to go with uh, from something specific to something kind of general. Uh, being nosy. <laughs> you know, nosy into people's personal lives. Like, for fuck's sake, life isn't one big reality TV show. Uh, really, I, I think reality TV and like celebrity gossip rags, they kind of warp some people's sense of what they're entitled to know about other people. And the answer is jack shit. Like with the cult of celebrity, I do not understand at all. Like the famous people that I like admire, I I don't want to meet them in person. I wouldn't know what to even say to them, but there are people who just, they, they take this as a form of entertainment and they'll bring it into their personal life as well co-workers friends like what is it I, I don't understand this entitlement to understand the intimate personal details of a person's life so i i don't have any really good examples but you know who i'm talking about some people who just do not have a sense or a good enough sense of boundaries right everything's um, drama and with social media it makes it so much easier to to fall into that rut like oh my god did you see tom's instagram he was yeah. making a deep dish pizza and it burnt can you believe that asshole so yeah, yeah I, I agree with you, man. What a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, um, the, there's, there's within the bounds of good taste. I understand, you know, being interested in somebody and their, you know, family, friends, whatever, and personal details. We all, it's sort of a guilty pleasure sometimes, but at least have the decency to feel guilty about it. <laughs> I, I think we've kind of lost that a lot. A lot of people have kind of lost that. Yeah, I, I feel dirty when I hear like things about just like my friends like yeah. gossip about them, and it's just like Ugh, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just have fun with that person when I'm out, and I don't really want to know about what's happening in their life. Ugh. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, don't, don't. This is not my entertainment. That might be entertaining for you, but I don't want to. Like, yeah, leave me out of it. I, agree. I just want to go have drinks and, you know, talk about bad movies. Like, I don't want to hear all this stuff. Hell comes to Frogtown. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it for hours. <laughs> oh, you got like two minutes out of me. That's that's what you'll get. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Well, that's good. So that means I'm not going to um, poke and prod on Eric's uh, how Mandy reacts to his pet peeves. About no, that's her. <laughs> fine. I don't mind talking about it. You know what I mean? Volunteering some stuff is one thing, but it's like when you, if you were to say, be a listener and uh, hear that and think, then you, you have the right to know even more about say our personal than I've offered. That's like, where's the line? There's gotta be a line, right? That's what I, I feel like there's sort of a bound of good taste that some people don't respect. Damn nosy people. I hear you.
I hear you on that, man. That's a good one. Okay. So for my third one, um, I so it's no surprise that I love film. I love movies. I have a movie podcast and I can talk your ear off for hours about film. One thing I do not like is when people try to ask me questions or talk during said films. So if I am watching The Godfather, for example, it's a three hour movie. I let's say I've never seen it in my life. If I'm with someone and they're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen right here? Oh, did, did, he, did he just die? Oh, what did he say right there? I'm like, hey, <laughs> there's a very simple solution to this. You can just stop talking and pay attention because I know as much as you do. But also. I'm trying to pay attention to the film, so mm. it's different because I don't mind like if I'm watching the Big Lebowski and I'm with friends or if I'm watching Army of the Dead, I watched it with Justin. We were laughing and calling it out because that movie was garbage, in my opinion. And so <laughs> you can usually that stuff, you you, you you feed off your audience, you feed off the, or the audience, you feed off your company you're with. But if it's something, if I'm watching Tenet, like I was watching Tenet the other day, I would tell someone to get out of my house if they kept talking during it. I go, look, I'm, I'm trying to pay attention to this convoluted dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, we, Game we, of Thrones when yeah, it was on. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, there is a no talking embargo. Like, Hey, you cannot say shit. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah, I think talking during films excessively is something that blows me. It drives me crazy. Um, at movies, when I go to the movie theater too, if there are people talking during it, I am that guy that will tell them to be quiet. And uh, I will go get like an usher if I need to. So I'm with you on that. Um, I can kind of tolerate it to depending on who we're talking about. Um, we would watch Game of Thrones uh, at a buddy's house, and uh, early on, uh, we had uh, another friend who was there who you know would watch with. But the the kind of crosstalk in the background would get a little out of out of control, and so he stopped showing up. He just <laughs> said, "I'm going to watch it at home. I'm not doing it." I didn't mind it too much. I'd eventually say, Dude, shut up. Sorry. Then they take their bullshit outside. I'm like, why are you chit chatting? The show's on. I don't get it, but I'm with you on that, but I can kind of tolerate a little bit more than I think you can. Uh, yeah. Me and the wife have a thing that we say to each other when we're watching a movie, neither of us seen. And one of us asks a question. We just say, I'm watching the same movie you are like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm watching too. Like, how, why would I know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's duly sassy. I like it. And we do it, and we do it to each other because sometimes I ask questions and I feel dumb right after I ask them. I'm like, why am I asking? Like, why did that just come out of my mouth? <laughs> Who's Kaiser Soze? Which Who one is, is Kaiser Soze? Which one is he? <laughs> hey, what happened? <laughs> what happened to Batman's parents? <laughs> what happened? Were were your eyes not open? <laughs> I know. Jesus. <laughs> Who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> I don't know. We're watching the movie. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh it can get really annoying, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that's my third. All right. I guess I'll uh I'll jump in here with uh with a big pet peeve of mine. Slow walkers. Now, slow walkers irritate me only when there's no way to get around them. So the place that this happens usually for me is at big events, like if we go to a Mariners game and there's people who either walk slowly because they're looking at things or come to a complete stop, like, oh, look at that Griffey jersey. I'm going to stop here, not step towards the thing at all. I'm just going to stand here where everyone's walking and not move. And those people can just go to hell because I 
am trying to get somewhere. That's why I'm walking here. I'm not in my seat. I need to go get a beer. I need to go get a hot dog, whatever it is. Some crickets. Mm, those are good. But those people need to get out of my way because I'm also a fast walker. Like I'm, I'm getting places. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> and you're not going to stop me. I'm going to push you over. I'm not going to push him over. I'm really not. I'm going to really be, I'm just going to roll my eyes and kind of scoot past him and kind of rub my belly against them. Like you did this to yourself. Cause Weird. <laughs> I got a wow. belly and I got to get by. <laughs> Thanks for that visual. Uh, thank oh, you. Yeah, right. No, I'm, I'm, he speaks sarcastic. I'm really thinking. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I hear you. Uh, yeah. People like a small aisle way. Uh, when they're like chit chatting or whatever, or them and their buddy or three friends and they're walking three abreast and they're blocking the entire damn aisle way. Like, come on, move to one side. Would you please? There's a thousand people behind you. We need yeah. to get places. Excuse me. We're having a conversation here. Ugh. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm also a fast walker, and I think a lot of that was for just the various jobs that I had. Uh, my job now, I don't walk as much anymore, um, but that's okay. I'm fine with it, but I still do walk fast. I'm a big hiker, and uh, so when I'm out there on the trails, um, mm. usually the people I go with, we, we, all, we have the same pace. Uh, but I do feel bad when some people join me, and they're very gung-ho about it. I always try to slow down because... My pace is not the most conducive for breathing Yeah, <laughs> if, if you're out of shape. <laughs> and so, um, I mean, I definitely slow down when, when needed and I'm fine with it. I can totally, um, you know, yeah, keep, keep that at a decent pace. But but uh, some people, I, 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 that, that also relates to my everyday walk. And I've, I've had people say, well, you walk fast. And I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's well, just there's also yeah. there's trail etiquette out there mm -hmm. that that regular walking on the sidewalk, whatever they people don't follow, mm -hmm. you know, on the trail, uh, people have, seem to have no problem stepping to the side to let the people with the dogs go by or the people walking downhill to give them the right away. Yeah. You know, there's a certain etiquette that hikers don't seem to have a problem with that. I don't, it just doesn't translate. Some other people don't, don't have that. I don't know. Yeah, it's I mean, so and just like Tom said, you know, if you're at a Mariners game, I mean, like I'm a city guy, right? So yeah. there's an art form to walking through crowds. You just have to get to where you're going. And when I did loss prevention, you had to go to places quickly because you were watching a suspect or you needed to get to the front of store for an emergency or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and I really developed a good art of just dodging people. So. It, it carried over to the city too. And when I'm walking to like a Mariners game or something, like I take the bus all the time. And when I'm walking from there, if it's really crazy, I know how to zig, zig and zag. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, my biggest thing is when you do have somebody who's right in the middle of a sidewalk and they're looking at their phone or they are looking at a map and they just stop for, for me, I'm like, dude, if that's fine, if you need to do that, but you need to pull off to the side, get out of the way because I'm going to go through and say, excuse me very loudly <laughs> in a <laughs> passive aggressive way. But mm. I agree with you, Tom, those, those damn white walkers are always uh, trying to take over Westeros. So, so slow. So God. slow. <laughs> Second Game of ice. Thrones reference in one episode. Okay. So, Eric, what is your next one? Well, you know, we've referenced working at the casino a couple of times. We worked there together a bunch of years back. Um, you remember how we had several giveaways, promotions, and things like that? You know, for a place that didn't actually sell anything, we, you know, we, we had a lot of people there for the free stuff, a lot of the 
I mean, you remember anytime there was like a big promotion, that's when the crowds really came out. Even if it was just cheapy little nonsense, nothing, right? Yeah. Free hot dogs. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, th- just to kind of tie into that, uh, not everybody gets access to everything in life. Um, one pet peeve of mine is sort of a entitlement and egocentrism. Ooh. Like, would it shock you to your core to learn that not everything is for you? Not everything is about you. Not everything has to do with you. Not all specials have you personally in mind. You're not an exception to the generalities of life. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I just remembered it, it, this. This comes back to me. I just thought of this the other day. I was working valet there one day. Um, guy pulls up in his Tom. You remember this? Uh, guy mm. pulls up in his truck, wants to park right in front of the casino. It's kind of early in the day because he wants to get in there, go get his 99 cent breakfast and drive away. Right. (laughs) He pulls up, like he pulls up to the front, like in the valet area where you like put cars there, where you're kind of writing out the ticket before you take it down to the lot. He wants to park his big ass truck right there in front of the, the parking lot is 20 feet away, but no, he wants to park in front of the goddamn casino. So he can go order his breakfast, go and get it and drive away. No, (laughs) no, you cannot do that. Go up to the parking lot. And you just see, you're an idiot. And he drove away. Like, maybe he's right. Maybe I'm an idiot. But <laughs> I don't feel like I'm the idiot here. I feel like that's, I don't feel like I'm out of line by being really super annoyed by the sense of entitlement that this guy must have felt that he should just be able to pull up front to a building like that. Just park right in front of the fucking door to go order the break. You can't use the parking lot. It's right goddamn there. Uh I will tell you, as somebody who valeted cars for 10 years, that guy was not going in just to get his 99-cent breakfast. He was going to gamble for three hours because that's what they do. They <laughs> say they're going to go in for you know 10 minutes, and then six hours later, they give you a dollar tip and drive away. <laughs> it's right. like, oh, cool. Thanks for clogging up the uh, valet for you know six hours. Yeah, I remember a couple times we had to go because we were trying to be nice or trying at least not to get hassled. Like, you know, we're not getting paid enough to get hassled, you know. Uh, but it's yeah, I think a couple times we had to go in there. Hey, go find this guy, and I was sitting at a machine just plugging away. Hey, go park your truck, man. You can't. Just- oh, I was just I was just gonna gamble ten bucks. You know, no big deal. <laughs> No, no, you're not. Thousand dollars later. Exactly. The the ego on a guy like that. Yeah. Like where the hell does it even enter your brain? Like this is something you should just be able to go do. So that sort of sense of entitlement drives me up the goddamn wall. I don't know what it is, but it, it kills me. I hate that guy. I don't know his name, but to this day, I actively hate that guy. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen too many to know. And I will say if, if you tip me well, I will salute your entitlement. I will say, thank you, sir. You are the most entitled man in the okay. world, and it's See, a good thing. I, as long as you, you give what? me enough money, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I applaud your your uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Your devotion to capitalism uh, is swelling my heart. I Really. Yeah, but, if, if I'm making money, you can do yeah. whatever you want for the most part. <laughs> no, I, I hate that guy. I still hate that guy. I hate him. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it's. Hate him. Hope he's dead. It's Hate so. Him. Whoa, geez. <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it's so interesting too because you're right. I mean, I think the biggest sense of entitlement um, that I saw because of the retail background. I mean, in security, you see some things, right? But uh, in the retail side, you have a lot of people that would use the, can I speak to your manager? Or And it was great when I was a manager because I was like, well, I, I am. I'm the store manager right now, you know, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to change my tone. So or tune, I should say. But the other ones were like, do you know how much money I spend here? And I'm like, I'm oh, sure yeah. you spend a good amount. You know, I want to make sure cool. that you have a good shopping experience here. But unfortunately, you're trying to ask me to do something I, I, I literally cannot do. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that's when it gets a little crazy. But I think the most recent, most topical example was the whole masks uh, during the pandemic. There sure. were so many people that were so entitled and felt like it's their right and, and their liberty to. I, as soon as I started going into my conservative tone, I, I use a southern accent. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta watch that i don't give a shit um i do yeah i know it's my right and liberty and all that shit but um but you know you know what i'm talking about eric uh, i i'm related to what you're talking about yeah, yeah exactly please continue so so my biggest thing is like when you you know everyone kind of got a lot better about it but if it's just a matter of putting on a piece of cloth for the two minutes that you're picking up your chicken teriyaki Right. It's really not that big of a deal. I I, I don't get it. No, and it was never a big deal. It no, was, it was. I say it was a sense of entitlement, and it was a sense of wanting to feel like a victim instead of just exactly. Doing thing. And it's yeah. And I hate how um, political it became. Where it's like we don't trust science. We believe in politics and First Amendment. And I'm like, sure, I believe in First Amendment, but this is science, and this is literally <laughs> helping save lives. So you scientists a- are trying to make it politics, <laughs> motherfucker. You're the one making it political. They tried to take my brain when I was sleeping. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and w- when you go to a store, do you complain that you got to wear pants? Like, I mean, that's yeah, it's the yeah. same thing. You yeah. just got to wear like I'm going to yeah. go into a store with no pants. They're going to say, hey, you got to put some pants on. Or you're going to be like, this is going against my freedoms. Yeah. My freedoms to not wear pants. I like when my legs can breathe. I just think it's 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 an ugly thing. And entitlement's a very um, dangerous. You know, I, I I'm curious on how these people were raised for, for the most sense of it. I mean, I, I've, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say I didn't have a sense of entitlement, but I've been checked and put into place for various things. And I'm like, oh, sure. OK, yep, I definitely need to, to pump the brakes on that. So sure. uh, absolutely. I just try my best to um, course correct when people call me out on the bullshit. So. Right. Well, that takes integrity that you have that i have that tom has that a lot of people sadly do not possess i got some integrity as a south park reference fucking (laughs) integrity integrity (laughs) but uh nice very cool well and then uh eric to kind of segue to mine from yours and this goes into the same thing um so i love this earth that we live on we only have one of them and we are destroying the shit out of it so climate change is obviously a very real scientific thing that is occurring Look at Seattle. We just had the hottest day I have ever experienced in my entire 34 years in Washington, and mm-hmm. it was uncomfortable. And I agree, Eric. I'm, I don't complain that much when it gets hot, but when it gets to 106, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty hot, um, especially when you don't have AC. It's pretty goddamn hot. So, yeah, it was warm. Yeah. yeah so, but, um, but I, my biggest thing is... I do not want to hurt this earth that we are on. And so when people decide they want to throw their trash on the ground and litter whenever mm-hmm. the hell they think they can, because 
they just don't want to carry their shit. And I see a lot of this on the hiking trail, uh, bags of dog poop, people throw uh, plastic water bottles, which are awful. And I won't go off on that yet, <laughs> but things like that, that people could easily just put in their backpack. People could easily just put in their pocket and find a time to find an actual trash receptacle to throw it away. That it, it blows me away that that a human doesn't understand that concept and they just throw shit out the window. I mean, I've had friends growing up in high school that used to just we'd go to Jack in the Box and they'd throw their wrapper and trash outside. And I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, I don't give a shit. And I'm like, that's great that you don't give a shit, but someone needs to pick that up. This is also not your land. You don't own this earth. So it, uh, yeah, I'm very passionate about that. As you can I, tell. Uh, I know how you feel. Um, that's another one that if Mandy was here, she'd be high-fiving the hell out of you. Um, <laughs> I, I was coming out of a Walmart uh, a few years back uh, by myself. I just picks up something real quick and I'm walking out and this guy, he was eating a candy bar. He pulled off the wrapper and like super snotty and shittily just threw the wrapper way up in the air as far as he could and behind him. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad Mandy's not here or I'd be fighting that guy. I just <laughs> have to fight that guy. I, I just pictured that like it was in a movie because that's the way that it sounded where it's just like and then it landed into your drink and then no. you just shook your head. <laughs> no, I, I went and picked it up and then I threw it away. It, was no, it wasn't no. a big deal. I didn't care. Yeah, yeah. This doesn't bother me. If some of the assholes going to fuck it, I'll do the right thing for both of us. Fuck that guy. I'm not going to go, you know, I'm not going to go try to teach him a lesson. He knows what he's doing is shitty. I'm just hoping one of these days he'll grow the fuck up and not do that anymore. We know that's not necessarily the case. We've known people, you know, grown ass men who behave like spoiled, entitled little children who can't be bothered to throw their plastic bag in the garbage. So he just lets it drift across the grocery store parking lot. I, I feel like Zach would have a personal connection with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, it's the it's the shopping cart theory. You, you're all familiar with the shopping cart theory. Yeah. Right. Of of, of morality. And uh, I'll see if I can actually remember how it goes. It's like, basically, it's you put the shopping cart back because it's the right thing to do. It's like the universally understood correct action to take, right? Nobody's going, you're not going to go to jail if you don't put it back. Nobody's going to fine you. You're not going to go to hell <laughs> or hell jail because you didn't put it back. You put it back because it's the right and decent thing to do. It's not going to block cars. It's going to make it easier for the grocery people to go out and get it and bring it inside. That's what you do. But some people don't give a shit. They let it wheel wherever they go or just park it or they just put it right up on the nearest curb and drive the fuck away. Mm -hmm. That person's a piece of shit. <laughs> that person, <laughs> they're a bad person. Like their morals are deeply, deeply flawed. They are not a good person. You are objectively rejecting what is universally understood to be the correct thing to do. You are a garbage scumbag. <laughs> I'm not going to go any further. Zach, continue to talk about littering. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. It's the same kind of idea. And that goes back to what you're saying with the entitlement. It's like, well, I just spent $10 in groceries and I left the cart right here because I can because I'm uh, yeah. an american and i can I'm do not that gonna go to jail for doing it so exactly yeah exactly and, and 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 the idea is well who cares well it's like but that's a really shitty way to look at things and you can walk the extra 20 feet to the cart bay to put it away or you can even walk into the store to drop it off because guess what your ass needs the extra steps so the, it's entitled yeah. like uh, well the kid who comes out and gets it and they're making minimum wage you know what 
they're supposed to work this shitty job anyway. Mm-hmm. So let them get this experience. It's good for them. Yeah. Fuck oh, you. I know. I know. <laughs> I was get a, entirely fucked. That was my very first job. I was a card or a card attendant at, yeah. or no, it wasn't card attendant. It was a, what were we called? Courtesy clerk at Albertsons. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, bag groceries. I got carts. And I mean, yeah, it was, um, I was doing it in the snow, man. It was crazy. Yeah. Uphill both ways. So <laughs> get all the way fucked. Like, yeah. good Lord. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good one though. Littering. That's a, that's a pretty, that's, that's a lot of people feel the same way you do. I would hope all of us would, but (sighs) that's a good one, man. That's really good. Tom, what about you, buddy? What about your, uh, your very last one? This is my last and my biggest pet peeve. Oh boy. Now this developed over my 10 years of being a valet and walking through the parking lot. And that is people who can't park. <laughs> it is the, for me, it is the most infuriating thing to see somebody who can't just pull a car inside two lines. <laughs> I've yep. parked all different types of cars, giant trucks, everything. It is not hard to get something into a space, no matter the size. It just, <laughs> you should be said. able to do whoa, it. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> And if you can't, you need a smaller car. Like Ooh. truck drivers who I've seen truck drivers take up four spaces and oh. not like not far away in the parking lot, in the middle of the parking lot. And it's okay. just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I want you to imagine for a second that you are a deity. Okay. You have just okay. all power, whatever. You are a deity. That guy who can't park his truck, you know what? You get a Prius from now on. <laughs> When you learn to park this correctly, you can move up in size. How's that? That sounds great. You got to work your way up. Yeah, you got to work your way up, buddy. When I first started valet, I wasn't great at parking trucks. It's a little tough because they are big, but you just got to work at it. But I can like back a truck into a space easy. I could probably still do it. It's it's not that tough. You just got to line up how you're parking you just make sure you're following your left hand right inside the line and everything else will line up that's how you you do it would you say it's four tough (laughs) oh god tom would you say that i would say it is four. oh good thank you that is exactly what i would say good but yeah and it's just like these people the the thing that annoys me the most is when like somebody pulls so they're only about one fourth of the way into a space in front of them where they're just taking up enough of the space yeah. that no one but a smart car could park in the other space. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I could go on for hours. My wife used to send me pictures of cars mm-hmm. that were parked terribly, and it would just bum me out. <laughs> it so would let me just sp- be like, oh, this is the worst. You know what? This is a really good one here. Uh, Zach, Tom, is that is that laziness or is that entitlement? What is that? Both. I, I, th- I think it's actually just not being aware of your surroundings. Cause I don't think they like get out and look and see that they aren't. And then they just walk away cause they're lazy. They literally just pulled in and they walk away and then they just don't think about it. So like, it's obliviousness. Like I, if I think my car might be, I, I check to make sure I'm in a space. Like I, it might be me being a crazy person again, but I, I, I drive a Honda fit. It's a tiny car. And sometimes yeah. I'm still like, let me check all the lines, make sure. Yep. Sure. I'm in it. Sure. It's yeah. almost impossible for me not to park into a space, but I check. Yeah, man. I, I, I like that. That's uh 
that's a really good number five. And for you, that that's I can see how that's personal. Knowing yeah, that's, you as I do. <laughs> that's just like 10 years of buildup of just watching that. Because the casino is the perfect place to go crazy over that. Because those people don't care what they're doing. They're parking and getting inside. <laughs> no, nah, man. There's just, yeah. I hear you. Uh, okay. Well, I think I'll lead into my number five then. Alrighty. Uh, the, uh, rubbernecking. <laughs> rubbernecking. Okay. You know how we're talking traffic. We've talked a lot about traffic. Um, this actually applies on foot too, I feel like. Uh, but again, life is not one big reality TV show here for your personal goddamn amusement. Okay. Fuck off down the road. It's not, it's not even just on the road. It's, it's really, this is kind of like nosiness. Like I mentioned before, um, on foot, it, speaking of the casino, I remember a lady one time while I was working door security there, uh, there was an altercation out front. I don't remember exactly what was going on, but it was tribal police. It was, you know, TGA was security. Somebody else was going on. Um, anyway, a lady came in she's like, she just stood there next to me. And she's like, Oh, I, I, I got to see this. And I was like, for a minute, I'm okay. And I'm like, ma'am, gonna, could you please clear the area? And she was all offended. Like, well, what difference does it make? Well, because you have no unearthly business being here. And if something goes sideways, I don't want you to get caught in the crossfire. So go sit in the machine. You degenerate old hag. <laughs> go get your 99 cent <laughs> breakfast. Go get your 99 cent <laughs> breakfast at eight o'clock at night. Get the, the fuck shrimp out cocktail. of here. Yeah. <laughs> shrimp cocktail was good. Yeah. So it was a 99 cent <laughs> breakfast. So it was a noodle necking. Noodle necking was good. <laughs> Rubber necking, noodle necking. Hey, I mean, something happens on the highway. Uh, 20 feet off on the side of the road, everybody's fine, and yet everybody's just rubbernecking. Huh, huh, what's going on? Huh? Dude, God, <laughs> just go. Go. Yeah. Go forward. There's like nothing in your way. Go forward, you shithead. So. <laughs> Eric, I feel like that's pretty similar to your, your being nosy one, though. That's. I, I feel like it's very, it's, it's, yeah, there's a, on the Venn diagram, they sort of blend together, but. This one is this yeah. is a special kind of nosiness that I felt that there was correlation between driving and on foot and in person. So yeah, I felt it warranted its own mention. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree. I think traffic is very frustrating when you're like, why is there a slowdown and the accidents on the other side of the road? And as soon as people get past it, then it speeds up. You're like, are you nah. serious? That's yeah. why. That's why we There's, do self-driving cars, man. So we so, are really uh, bad yeah. at crossing driving. my fingers. Oh, I know, right? Self-driving cars would be amazing. You look at the numbers. We are as a as a species, we are really, really bad at driving. Mm-hmm. Like, Very really, bad. Really bad. I agree, but yeah, yeah, that is a that that is a troublesome one, and, and it does annoy the hell out of me. The, the whole rubbernecking idea of people just have this innate curiosity where they are, I know they, they need things to they need to know. But I mean, for me. If I hear sirens outside my house, I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on there? I'm not going to go investigate it and stand outside and be one of those people that are. That are Some ta- people will, man. Oh, I know. I'm not- stand on the sidewalk and look. I mean, they'll, like, ta- they'll talk to strangers and they'll, they'll start saying like, oh, you know, having conversations. Like, what do you think's going on? I'm like, what? who cares, man? Just look, find it out on the, on the news later or something. But is anyone yeah. shooting at you? No, then we're good. Like- well, hey, they might be for all you know. That's I mean, true. it might yeah. end up in, in a couple of minutes. There might be some shots fired and you're standing right there. Get, let, get the hell out of the way. Let the police do their job. Stay the hell away. What are you doing? Go, go. Stop being there. You don't have to be there. Stop being there. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Sorry. Zach, why don't you finish us off? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of you, big boy. 
Please so do. The, um, I'll be so, videotaping. Yikes. My final, <laughs> my final one is uh, very interesting. And I, it took me some time to think about this one. But I like trends, but I'm not a huge fan of them. And actually, I get quite annoyed by them very quickly. Now, that doesn't mean that I haven't done said trends or I haven't uh, fallen in that trap. And I think we all kind of have. But my final pet peeve is when people overuse popular phrases, like when they say America for Fourth of July, when they're like America, or they say, hold my beer or enough said, or when, excuse me, you see a, a picture and someone says, so we did a thing or I did a thing yeah. uh, or I was today years old when I found out now. That's I, a pretty lit example. I I understand <laughs> the merit behind it, and I think it works sometimes. But I think when it's overused, that's when it can get really annoying. So when people just keep saying "America" and all these things, and I don't want to talk shit about my one of my best friends, but they kept do saying, it, "Do it, do it." They kept I, saying, look, "I put on, my wife on blast." Yeah. You gotta help me out here. Okay? <laughs> on Fourth of you July, talk, don't laugh. You did too. On Fourth of July, they, they kept saying "Safety Third," which is funny. Oh yeah, but and that was the first time I'd heard that. But it was, I mean, they said it probably twenty times in the span of an hour, and I'm just like, oh. okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> so I okay. think I think when people overuse those popular phrases, I cannot stand when people say "America." I'm like, why don't you just say "America"? I think that would be. I get it, but. It is uh, it, it is very, very annoying to me. And it, it really, you know, to steal a term from Eric, it grinds my gears. Well, you know, that's a pretty lit example, fam. I can tell you why they say it that way. That's because that's the name of our country. Thank you very much. Yeah, America. Fuck? America? <laughs> Where's your patriotism, that's right. boy? Uh, it's there. It's just not America. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I get it. No, I understand what you're saying. It's, it can be, <laughs> uh, when it's overdone, it's quite obnoxious. I can't stand the hold my beer. I've never liked that. I cannot stand when people say hold my beer or they do. Why would I have a, someone hold my beer? I'm drinking it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, it's the, it's so stupid. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> it's a little self aggrandizing. Uh, yeah, kind of. <sighs> I don't even know how to describe it. I just, uh, it's just one of those trends that I'm like, Oh, get the hell out of here. And I think TikTok has ruined a lot of things. I don't like TikTok at all. I think there are yeah. some funny videos that have come from it, but they are very, very rare. They are the exception. And, um, I just, I, I can't jump into that whole kind of stuff. So. I get where you're getting at, but yeah. Do you guys have okay. any uh, of those phrases that you don't like at all? I think I hinted at mine lit. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, a good one. Are we just uh, old? I, no. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of any, but I know there's definitely things where I'm like, ugh. I don't know the word hella. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. That's that's hella dumb. Yeah, you do. Uh, I'm hella hungry. We, we know a hella guy who uses that a hella lot. Um, He's I don't, a hella cool dude. I don't Which, like the term let beast. Him slide I don't like when people say beast. That's, that's a weird thing. Um, oh, we say that all the time. Just kidding. Ah, it's a beast. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a hollow beast. Yeah, it's a hollow beast. I those ones don't bother me. It, it, it's just the ones you see on on Twitter and on Instagram and Facebook and I mean, you know, Reddit you and know, stuff. Not everybody's original, and <laughs> yeah, if you try to be, a lot of people are going to be like, "What the hell are you trying to say right now? What are you talking about?" So sure, sometimes these things catch a trend. Be you know, organically they do so mm-hmm. because they do so. Even the use of the word "organic" that I just used. 
you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, non-GMO. <laughs> yeah, this non-GMO phraseology. Free, free range. Grain free fr- range. Grain fed. Yeah. <laughs> free range, free trade. There you go. Gluten-free. Gluten-free. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's all I got. That's Those are the lists. Do we have anything else yeah. to add to those? Mm, I don't believe so. I've mentioned the ultra fast, ultra slow drivers. That was my honorable mention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, let's uh, let's recap them real quick. So Tom, Tom has bad handshakes disrupting my sacred timeline, specifically his sacred timeline. People who don't use their blinkers until the last minute or not properly. Slow walkers and people who can't park. Eric is being late. Micromanagement being nosy. Entitlement slash egocentrism and rubbernecking or noodle necking. Zach is turning on all the lights um, and not turning them off. Left lane campers, uh, excessive talking during films, littering, and when people overuse popular phrases. Now, I do want to ask you guys, do any of these not bother you? Anything on, 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 yeah. the, on the list out of anybody? Does any of them not bother you at all? Yeah, yeah, I got, I got a couple on there. Uh, overusing popular phrases doesn't bother me that much. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, no. Yeah, no enough did. said. Enough said. Uh, <laughs> hold my beer asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah. Turning on all the lights doesn't, yeah, I mean, that's, I sadly do that. Cause I'm a huge piece of shit. <laughs> um, those are, yeah, the bad handshakes. I don't, that doesn't bother me very much, but that's how I yeah. you know. Uh, for me. Yeah. The being late, if other people are late, no big deal. Uh, turning on the, all the lights. I I'm guilty. So uh, I don't care about left lane campers because I don't go to the left lane. I just stay in my middle lane. They don't bother me. Um, and yeah, I don't care if people overuse popular phrases. I just scroll past it. Yeah. Pet peeves are what makes a good pet peeve is you have an irrational knee jerk response to this one thing. So part of the pet peeve is you are crazy. <laughs> you, you have got to accept some responsibility that this otherwise pro- maybe benign thing with the exception of littering <laughs> it is crazy <laughs> littering is an asshole thing that's you know no matter what mm-hmm. but all the rest of the stuff people park shitty being late microman blah, blah 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 uh you know a lot of that is just you're being a crazy person right yeah pretty much yeah. yeah, and I, I think the only thing for me that I, I it doesn't bother me is maybe the bad handshakes, and that's more it's weird. And I think in the, in the proper context, it might bother me, but otherwise, I don't really care. And all the other ones, I agree with you guys on. I I am not a fan of everything else, so maybe I'm cool. just cynical. <laughs> you cynical dick. I know. Just very, don't like very anything sardonic. that anyone's doing. <laughs> Jaded piece of crap. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you for tuning in to Top 5 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Podcast Top 5, at ZachDale60, at Tom Top 5, and at E Shane, where you can give us ideas, tell us if we are crazy, or even suggest a topic for a future episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you, and remember, it is okay to be wrong, even though you think you are right. And just a friendly reminder, I do have my own podcast called the Don't Be Crazy Podcast, where we discuss movies, we analyze them, and we try to not make outlandish statements, because I know that's a pet peeve for some. But uh, be yeah. sure be sure to check that out. That's uh, available now wherever you get your favorite podcast, the Don't Be Crazy Podcast. So uh, thank you, good luck, and good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.